0: Welcome to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast, live from Sherm Talent, a show dedicated to the story that happens, or should happen, when practitioners purchase technology. We're pulling back the curtain and asking the hard questions.
1: It's what we do.
0: It's what, what we, we do. do. Here's your host, William Tincock.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you're listening to the Use Case Podcast. Today we have Dale on from Career Fair Plus, and we'll be talking about the use case or business case for why folks use Career Fair Plus. So without any further ado, Dale, would you please introduce both yourself and Career Fair Plus? Sure.
0: My name is Dale Stelter. I'm the Director of Business Development with Career Fair Plus. Um, you know, it's it's interesting, uh, one of the differentiators that sets us apart in the market uh, is the fact that we've been doing this for almost 10 years. Uh, we started off in roughly 2012 as a mobile companion application for in-person career fair events, multi-employer events at colleges and universities. Uh, as employers started seeing our platform attending these events, they, they noticed that the students that were actually attending the events that we were hosting were much more prepared than other schools that they attended. So they started asking us, you know, how, how do we go about utilizing this or how do we go about molding this to something that we can utilize? So we we set out to build out a single employer program to help, you know, everything from K through 12, uh, government agencies, uh, single employer companies, corporate organizations, do their recruiting um, and help supplement, you know, their recruiting styles and help them add more uh, applicants' So that's kind of the brief little background of us and how we started.
1: So how is, uh, give us an update on what's been going on with COVID and how college students have changed, college recruiting has changed, and how that's impacted y'all's business. Well, obviously, uh, with the advent of COVID, there was a lot of
0: technological change, right? Luckily, with our platform, we had an innovation prior to COVID called Skip the Line. And what this actually allowed college students to do is on a short, compressed schedule, they had the ability to actually schedule meetings with recruiters in advance of the event. So that way they could walk into an event with a high-profile employer, skip the line right by, go right to their meeting. So when COVID came around and we started looking at how do we transition over to the virtual world, it was very natural for our platform to just integrate a built-in video system uh, and utilize the same kind of technology that we had. So...
1: I love that. Yeah. So um, I would assume that folks are using uh, y'all for other types of bespoke things like diversity of uh, events and things like that. So tell us kind of some of the other types of use cases uh, for the platform.
0: Absolutely. So, Career Fair Plus, it kind of pigeonholes us, <laughs> right. right? Because that's how we started off. Right. But a lot of people don't realize that with the advent of you know COVID coming around, that people are rethinking their recruiting models, right? It's brought about a lot of change in the recruiting world. And um, people now have to look at more in different types of events rather than just job fairs. So we have have single employers that are doing everything from open house networking sessions on our platform, career job fairs, hiring events, which are slightly different than career fairs. Uh, We do onboarding sessions, um, we do all sorts of different uh, different styles of events to kind of build out an annual recruiting program for them.
1: I love that. Uh, have you have you have they pushed you yet to do anything internal wise, like internal mobility, any type of internal fairs,
0: internal yeah. fairs, oh retention events and yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, we worked with the S and P 500. Uh, they actually had. Um, it's kind of interesting, but coming from them, they have several different organizations within their organization, right? The s is a is a global company. And uh, they mentioned that sometimes it feels like the right hand doesn't know what the left hand is really doing. So what they utilized us for was an open house networking session uh, that really were able to limit attendance to just their employees, so no outside uh, attendees. And they were able to take their employees, and have them introduce themselves and meet with VPs of different organizations within that area, uh, different business groups. And they got a lot better understanding of what their company was really doing. So in retention events also, especially in K-12 through and government organizations right now, are absolutely huge. Retention is the new recruiting.
1: Well, it's interesting because, um, I mean, and you all know this already, just just you know, as, as a brand, your name kind of puts you in a spot, right? So people think of you... In this one way, but you can be used in so many different ways. Yes. And, and so, which is fine. Like, everybody goes through the same stuff. So, it's just probably something that uh, that folks need to know that y'all can do literally all these different types of events.
0: You know, and it, it's really kind of that wow factor when we do get in front of somebody yep. um, and they said, okay, you know, I, I'm here to learn more about a career fair or a job fair. And I say, well, you know, what really are your needs? You know, it's more of a consultative approach that we utilize at our organization. You know, you can, of course, come in and purchase anything you want. Right. I'm not going to stop you from buying anything. But at the same point in time, we we truly want to know what your needs are so we can help you design an event that truly works for you. Right. There might be other needs that they don't know. That we can uh, fill, right? Um, And even just for the event that they're coming into. So we like to make sure it's more of a consultative approach um, and really make sure they get what they need. What are some of the
1: elements that make a successful career fair? Ah, well, candidates. No, uh, <laughs> um, um, so must have <laughs> must have kidded.
0: Kidded. No, there's there's a few different things that you know really make a successful career fair. Number one, you have to have a stable technology, right? Um, if you're doing it in the virtual world uh, or even in person, there's a lot of benefits to utilizing a platform like ours for in-person career fairs as well as uh, virtual career fairs. But uh, you have to have a stable platform that's easy to use, technology that's reliable, and all of that. The next thing it is, you have to have a plan. So it's not just a plan to market your event or utilize some other marketing services to bring in candidates, but you have to have a plan set up in advance. A lot of people come to us thinking, um, you know, I'd love to host a career fair uh, in about 10 days (laughs) or I'd love to host a career fair in about two weeks. Right. And That puts a challenge on the ability for them to help deliver uh, candidates and all. So having, having time to prepare, having a plan where you can market your event, where you can make sure that before the launch of the event, your recruiters have their schedules built out, you have a great information set up into the event, so candidates are attracted to your event, right? So really, the planning is super important. And that's why we spend a lot of time with our customers during that process.
1: Well, we, we joked about candidates at the at the beginning, but and you also talked about it uh, with marketing your event. How do they do that? Or I mean, I mean, what's the kind of the best practices in terms of you know it doesn't matter what university or whatever they're trying to attract. How do how do they go about bringing people to the event? Well, it really depends uh, based
0: upon the position that they're trying to attract, right? Um, so, for example, KBI Biopharma. Um, they have about 136 employees. They're expanding rapidly into North Carolina, building a new facility out there, building a new facility down in Texas. They utilized us for events uh, in here in Boulder or close to Denver, here in Boulder, and then in the other areas, they were attracting um, mostly manufacturing out in North Carolina because they were setting up their factory. So with that one, they did a lot of uh, a lot of postings on job boards with their event uh, we we give them uh, marketing materials and we give them direct links to their events yes we do provide
1: marketing materials tell us a little bit about that before we before we go on is do you have like a best practices yeah. templates yeah things like that
0: yeah we we have templates we have all sorts of a different library. shapes and flyers uh you know all different shapes and flyers that are basic editable marketing materials oh, cool. that candidates you know are that uh that uh, career fair organizers have the ability to adjust, you know, drop in their logos easily, change out the colors easily, send it out, put it up on, you know, a LinkedIn job posting or ZipRecruiter job posting to help drive people to the event. So they, they utilize job postings a lot to try to get those hourly workers in North Carolina. But here in Boulder, uh, when they were trying to research or when they were trying to attain more Ph.D. level um, candidates, Uh, They use targeted college career fair events. Uh, They uh, really kind of leaned on uh, internal uh, relationships that they already have with other people. But, of course, they want to diversify. So they targeted college campuses uh, within their general area.
1: I love that. I love that. So tell us a little bit about what you've seen kind of what's going on with college recruiters on, on the recruiting side. And how they've changed and how they've needed to change as a real, as a result of COVID. Yeah. Well, college recruiters are, are a very interesting bunch. Um <laughs> understand. And, that.
0: and when when employers have college recruiters, they're going out to all these different things. Number one, the the advantage, if anything, to COVID was the fact that the companies have the ability now to spread their wings a little bit more. Right. With that whole virtual world uh, that we help produce, they're now able to attend many different events in many different areas. They can actually uh, touch more you know candidates out there from different colleges and universities. So I, I think a good best, uh, best practice with them, though, uh, would be for you to continue to maintain those strong relationships uh, with the universities by attending their events. But a lot of college recruiters are falling back to single employer events at colleges, targeted college recruiting events. Mm -hmm. So directly before the career fair or directly after the career fair, they leverage those partnerships with colleges that they have to utilize our platform to go in, host a single event or single employer event just for those candidates, a webinar style to help uh, introduce candidates to their branding Meet me at the booth. Here, Here's a great story from one of last year's interns that, you know, did really well. And they can even schedule one-on-ones after that. But they have a targeted college recruiting event before or after the event.
1: I like that, especially as as it relates to diversity and inclusion. They can go out to different colleges and have these really bespoke. If they're trying to go to HBCUs, yep. they can go and have these events there and really Actually, try to move the needle in terms of diversity.
0: In the you know the wonderful thing with HBCUs is most of the candidates uh, or a lot of the candidates that actually attend these HBCUs have moved into the area for the college. So a lot of those candidates are awfully mobile. So when. When I hear um, a school district that came to me uh, from out in California and they say, well, you know, we would, you know, we have a diversity initiative just like everybody else in the country right now. Uh, We would like to provide more opportunities. Um, They aren't afraid now, you know, prior to COVID and prior to the virtual world, they'd have to fly out attend these single or attend these multi-employer events and now they have an easy way to actually go out to these colleges virtually and host these events right single employer events so it's been a it's been a great great thing for that diversity initiative
1: well I I love that and I love the 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 thing you said earlier about being able to spread your wings and go into more events which which helps those recruiters because before they only had so many universities they could go to fly to right right there's only so many and also, there was kind of an under underlying bias in that, right? We're only going, going to go to these particular schools, the right? schools that
0: have the largest uh, the largest student bases, to try to maximize it, right?
1: That's right. That's right. So, uh, so now this actually helps everybody, helps the candidates and and recruiters. Let's uh, let's switch gears and talk a little bit more about the platform itself. Your favorite part uh, when you're showing somebody for the first time the software. What's your favorite part of the demo? My favorite
0: part of the demo is the aha moment of how simple it looks, right? So when when I first bring up a virtual event to somebody or when I first bring up our platform for an in-person hybrid or virtual event, um, they, they are thinking, you know, they have a, a vision in their mind about what it looks like. Hybrid, virtual seems difficult to them, so they think it looks really complex. And when they see a platform that's so intuitive and so easy to use, uh, it just makes sense to them, right. right? So at the end of almost every conversation I have, I ask them, you know, for feedback, right? Just for our developers, because we don't see a whole lot of new clients. Everybody's seen our platform, right? So you know, give me some feedback for them. They're like, oh my gosh, it's just so easy. It makes so much sense, right? So that aha moment when I show them how they click one button to join a video room, the the candidate within just a few button clicks can schedule a meeting with a recruiter, upload their resume. And then uh, join a meeting. It's incredibly easy, which is good for everybody. Good,
1: Absolutely, good for candidates, good for recruiters, good for all the college re- uh, relations folks. It's good for everybody. Absolutely, Just
0: ease of use. <laughs> ease of use is great.
1: Um, buying questions that you love. So this is this is actually for the practitioners when they're listening to to the show. Things that they should be asking of, of, of you. What should they be asking? the types of questions and just questions in particular that they should be asking you? Uh, number one,
0: I, I think any company that hides behind its pricing models um, is, you know, doing something unscrupulous or they have a gotcha at the end. So one thing that we like to do uh, within our sales process and when I coach my team is to, you know, we hit, we hit pricing right up front and and any company that doesn't really do that after learning right. what the customer needs is hiding something. So, right. Make sure you ask about the pricing and pricing models. And frankly, you know, any, any company that hesitates to give you pricing even through an email, at least general pricing, right? So, right. Uh, well, if you if you emailed me and asked for general pricing about our platform, I'd have a few questions, but I'd be able to give you a rough idea of what your event or your events would be. Um, Any company that hides that has a gotcha at the end. Right. Right. So you really want to make sure that you have a company that's upfront about everything that they have. Um, The the couple other questions, uh, the bandwidth usage, I think is important, especially uh, with the diversity initiative that most uh, companies have. They're going to be recruiting from smaller, more rural areas a lot. So having a platform that has extremely low bandwidth, Career Fair Plus at the most uses about 5 megabit per second download speeds. Oh, that's uh, fantastic. Yeah, and that's for a group room that has about 100 people in it. So extremely low bandwidth. Um, and that's important to a lot of people. And then the last thing I would say is what does the support model look like? Um, there's a lot of organizations that tout like an off-the-shelf kind yeah, of yeah. thing yeah, and yeah. that sounds great at first yeah. until you start trying to do all these self-help videos <laughs> and it's kind of like reading a self-help book right you, you never really want to get all the way through it no. um, <laughs> so uh, the support model you know how many hours of support does the team actually do what does the support model look like do they train your recruiters for you do they train your candidates for you um, you know is there a support system for the candidates because af- uh, overall uh, the candidate or after all the candidate perception of you is based upon the platform you're using right so uh, you want to make sure that there's a quality support system there
1: well and and we put on our own events so I can tell you from just first-hand experience there's there's always going to be something I
0: mean, always going to be something there's
1: always going to be something it's just it's just a matter of when and where and how and having somebody there that can yeah. say oh yeah that's not a problem Right. We've got that. We can do that. We can change this, et cetera. So I'm glad you went through that. That's great for the, uh, the practitioners. So last thing is success stories. And we don't have to name names or brands or anything like that, but just some recent success stories where you've seen some, some of your clients just do really, really, really well.
0: Sure. So uh, we have a large K through 12. And I, I just wrote down kind of a few notes here. We have a large K through 12 organization in, in Southern Florida. Um, that has an immense, it's one of the largest school districts inside the entire country, right? Um, So you can imagine the work it takes to do recruiting and to keep up that cycle of recruiting. Um, They jumped in with both feet, normally not something everybody does, uh, but they jumped in uh, about a year ago with both feet into our platform for an unlimited, uh, unlimited annual deal, uh, and they're reaping the benefits. Uh, they're doing webinars all over talking about how they've changed their recruiting model, restructured it, how they're so successful. I think uh, the American Association for Employment and Education just did a webinar with them a short time ago that said why this school district is getting all A's in recruiting, right? So we're happy to be able to support that school district. Um, I mentioned, you know, there's plenty of bio farms like KBI Biofarm that was very successful with us. Another really great organization, um, Aspire Health. Um, so Aspire Health is a healthcare provider, they are more on the insurance side. Um, about a year and a half ago, right before that huge, uh, huge open enrollment time period, they start beefing up, you know, for their patient enrollment specialists. Um, and this is just an example of how mass hiring on scale works so much easier, right? So a lot of call centers have gone virtual now. Uh, you know, they don't have the big buildings anymore that you have to commute to. You're doing it from home. Um, they were able to hire an immense, I, I think within one day, they hired 50, uh, 50 employees for their call center. Um, just in their first day. So, and they, they had so many meetings, they actually had to build out more days of their event to handle all the interest in it, right? Um, so virtual hiring for virtual positions is something that's really good, uh, to take a look at if you have those. And, you know, I, I have to say I'm a little bit of a gamer. So, uh, Bethesda, uh, game studios, uh, just recently, uh, came to us, uh, to help out with software engineers. So I think the proof is that really, anything can be recruited for this right? right we have government organizations that are hiring maintenance workers we have k-12 through they're hiring certificated positions we have uh, biofarm they're hiring doctorate level research it, it doesn't matter what kind of candidates or that you're looking for or what kind of size of organization developing an event that can work for you is a possibility
1: I love this. They, Dale, thank you so much for carving out time for us today and explaining everything you do at Career Affairs Plus. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. It's and been thank, fun. And thanks for everyone listening to the Use Case Podcast. Until next time. You've been listening to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at
0: RecruitingDaily.com.